this morning on the third hour of today, bitter blast. Tens of millions of us waking up to sub-freezing temperatures. And now we're watching the possibility of a major winter storm just in time for the weekend. Then later, Oscar winner Adrian Brody bringing some action. He's live filling us in on his intense new movie. And we're going to ham it up with Katie Lee Beagle. She's showing us how to make a French favorite. Ooh la la. That is today. Bonjour. Wednesday, January 26th, 2022. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. I'm sorry, what year is it? Yeah. 2022. Right? <laughs> Katie Lee is going to be cooking fresh. Oh, I just said to If you listen to the open, you would understand you. Uh, I only noticed it when you said 2022. Over That's here. right. Well, good morning. It is the third hour of today in 2022. I'm Dylan here with Al, Chanel, and Craig. And here is a public service announcement. This is big. Today is National Spouses Day. Oh. Oh, and look. On oh, the ready, nice. all of our look spouses. That. That's nice. Those are good pictures. Those yeah. are good pictures. Oh, That's well, nice. yeah. Luckily, except for me, everybody else is pretty good looking. Oh, oh please. I think this is great. Those are four good looking couples. Well, right to now. all of our spouses, are any of them watching? No. 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 They don't no. watch no. us. <laughs> you know, isn't that funny, though? Like, they never watch us. No. Granted, your wife is, is probably on sometimes. Sometimes. At the right. same time. Yeah, at yeah. the same time, because she's on ABC. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, here's another important announcement. Uh, it's cold, all right? Yeah. It is winter, but we are talking 226 million folks waking wow. up to below freezing temps coast to coast. Uh, look at this frozen sunrise in Minnesota. Oh, my uh, goodness. I mean, this, this, is, this is Colorado right now. Uh, they've had oh uh, some, some really rough weather. Uh, and, in fact, the wind chill this morning there felt like negative 31 degrees. Mm. And we've got snow. Uh, Colorado, 25 inches. Interstate into Kansas. Oh shut down at one point. Uh, here's what's going on right now. Mm. Uh, as we look at Minnesota, you can see a real mess out there and this is what we are going to be looking at as far as temperatures we got wind chill alerts for 31 million people right now uh, a frostbite can occur in just a couple of minutes the other big story as you can see those temperatures and those wind chills mm -hmm. anywhere from 5 to 32 degrees 5 below to 38 below in Marquette mm -hmm. we are looking at uh, this system coming up the coast the European model keeps it closer to the coast which would mean heavy snow from Philly to New England by Saturday evening the American model curves it away from the coast we expect this thing to bomb out, bombogenesis, when a cyclone uh, intensifies 24 millibars in less than 24 hours. Did you say millibars? Millibars. Precisely. Pressure. Gotcha. Pressure. After you said bombogenesis. <laughs> what what, what does your gut say? I feel like, you know, when we forecast the weather, like your gut says I think, what's going to happen. I think it's going to be somewhere in between. Yeah. Uh, and the blended model uh, snowfall brings you know, a decent amount of snow mm -hmm. from Washington up into New England. I think the heavier is going to be uh, New England, Boston, right. folks like that. See, Dylan's it's, back, so now they can have yeah. their... I know. We're like this. Somebody's going to be looking at Blizzard-like conditions along the east. Oh, oh, with the wind. Right All right. Yeah. With that bombogenesis. Okay. So I think it's time we start thinking about summer. Yes. Right? Let's, let's talk about baseball, shall we? Uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame will induct a class of one mm. this year. Red Sox slugger David Ortiz, Big Poppy, is the only player who received enough votes. Ortiz is a 10-time All-Star, one of the most feared hitters of his generation, key member of the Boston Red Sox uh, when they won the 2004 World Series, breaking an 86-year drought. This this was his reaction as he learned the news. He was with friends and family in his native Dominican Republic. Look at that. Big, yeah, oh, Big Poppy sweet. was 
That's the thing, the joy of watching oh. him play. Oh, oh for was, sure. I, I don't care whether you're rooting for the Red Sox or not. Everybody loved watching right. him. Right. He was supposed to join us live this morning. Uh, then we got word um, before yeah. the show that he was still celebrating. Yes. Ah, yeah, still that's party. funny. Yeah. Big that's why he does big, what Big oh, Puppy yeah. wants to. So maybe maybe uh, tomorrow. It's also noteworthy because of who did not make it this yeah. year. Barry Bonds fell short in his final year of eligibility. Wait, there's a there's a final year? Yeah, there's a window. And if you hmm. don't get in, in in your window, then you don't get in. Oh, so oh. did, by the way, seven-time Cy Young winner Roger Clemens also did not qualify. That means both of them will be off the ballot in the hmm. future. Um, they, of course, became two of the faces of baseball steroids era, still facing suspicions they used performance-enhancing drugs during their playing days. In a statement, Clemens said he put the Hall of Fame in the rear view 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. what, what still remains, I think, a bit unclear for a lot of folks is, without naming names, you have people mm -hmm. who are in the Hall of That's Fame. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, who We're suspect. Right. right. We're suspect. But then you have others who are not getting in. So how do you wrap your... I, it's I say you put them in and you put an asterisk. You, yeah. you explain. An asterisk? Or you explain. There's an explainer on the plaque I don't know if I want to be in, in something with an asterisk. Just show the Hall of Fame. Who votes? Oh, uh, sports that's another controversy. Oh, okay. But yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. a, it's, it's very... Okay. I turned on sports radio the other day. I was flipping through and then it was on. Yeah, and say. I just listened to this whole discussion about yeah. that and I was intrigued. It's, so. and that's the thing. Like, it's their club, so they no, get right. to make the rules. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. anyway. how do you, but how do you tell the story of baseball without... Say right, that's Bond. part right, of his right. Yeah. And Pete, I would say Pete Rose, Rose. Rose. Pete yeah. Rose. Yeah. By the way, by the way, uh, the, the NBA, I mean, the, the uh, Major League Baseball now uh, allows you to bet. You know, what's, what's going on there? Right. Oh. Yeah. So, so okay. Pete Rose, anyway, I'd just say. Just right. All right, so now let's talk a little academics. <laughs> just say, Charlie yes. Hustle. Okay. okay. Um, so we're going to turn to some big changes coming for the SAT exam. If you have young folks in your life, no more number two pencils needed Aww. because the test, I know, right? That's almost <laughs> a rite of passage. What do you mean no number two pencils? Right? Um, but the test is going digital starting in 2024. So students will take it on laptops or tablets at testing. TikTok. Exactly. <laughs> the thing is, that's next. And they're used to it, though. That's the thing. It's we true. think it's a thing, but for them, they're used to it. It's also going to be shorter, too. Do you remember going there and you had to get a good breakfast because it was a three-hour mm -hmm. long oh, yeah. test? These, so now it'll be two hours. These kids are so soft. Oh, Craig. <laughs> and students, so soft. listen to this. They're allowed to use calculators now, too. I, I thought, thought you could thing. always use calculators. Well, certain parts yeah. or graphic calculators yeah. or something like but that. I still you know, so many schools are now getting rid of. That's another those. point. So I think I think the SAT is trying to stay relevant. Yeah. Bye bye. But don't you also have a lot of kids that are taking the they take the ACT, take the ACT. Yeah. in lieu of the SAT? Right. right. That's right. So we'll see. Hey, speaking of math, the number of shark attacks. Wow, that was a stretch. Is <laughs> Wait, up. what? I mean, speaking of math, we're adding up oh, the shark attacks. The Some yeah. new research shows the number of attacks in 2021 was up 40 percent from the year before when a lot of us couldn't get to the beach because of the pandemic. Let's go to Kerry Sanders. He's live in Florida this morning. So, Carrie, tell us about those new numbers here and what may be behind this increase. Well, let's take a look, first of all, in understanding statistics. So, yes, as Al just said, we had more shark attacks last year than the previous year. So, in 2021, 73 shark attacks. The previous year, when the pandemic hit, 52 shark attacks. And so, it might seem like that 40% increase is, oh my gosh, what's going on? But it's a case of more people going to the beach after that first year of the pandemic and then last year. Like, we see the family here. It's the Strom family from Kansas. They're out at the beach, whereas in 2020, the beaches were basically empty. So more people at the beach, more people in the water, 
more likelihood of sharks encounters with people swimming. Hey, Guys, hey, hey, hey Carrie, where, where are the majority of these attacks taking place? Well, in the last year, interestingly, more than half of the attacks happened off the coast of Florida. In fact, if we go north here and we go up to Volusia County, people know, may know Daytona Beach, New Smyrna. Well, that's where they've been keeping the records since 1882. So we have the records. There have been 337 attacks there. And the reason, the experts say, is the geography in that area. The sharks love to come in and around New Smyrna. It just so happens that's also where the best waves are for surfers. Put the two in the same place and you're going to have go. more shark bites, more shark attacks. Hey, Carrie, uh, let's go back to our math question. Um, have you ever done the math on just how many shark stories you've done over the years? You know, I wanted to know. So we recently went through that. Suffice to say, I think I could do my own Shark Week for the Today <laughs> oh, Show because oh, wow. I've done three hours and 23 minutes of stories on sharks. Wow. Some of the oh, most yeah. fascinating yeah. stories that I've done, though, going down with sharks, as Al has done, talking to researchers about what sharks hold for us, whether they're like a canary in the coal mine with what we see going on mm -hmm. with uh, global climate change. There are so many interesting things mm. that sharks present to us. And of course, the statistics that we're talking about today, they may have people going, ooh, I'm a little scared. But, you know, the experts say, and the evidence sort of proves it, when we go in the water, sharks are not hunting humans. It's really generally a case of a shark mistaking us for mm -hmm. food. Hi. And then more Got often it. than not, taking a bite and then bumping and running. They're not really it. interested in humans. Right. Here's, love. here's yeah. one little fact. On February 2nd, if you see Carrie Sanders' legs, it means six more weeks of winter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you. God, I want to just go through the screen right now. That looks amazing. Three and a half hours <laughs> of, of shark, shark coverage. Wow. And each story is like about three minutes long. So, yes. I mean, That's do the math. That's pretty good. Pretty uh, when we come back, we're going to take a bit of a turn in our Consumer Confidential to talk about mindless spending. We're going to tell you what it is and why it's likely costing you a lot of money. And then a little bit later, a dad who was struck by a really incredible idea when he walked his daughter down the aisle. How he created a family online that is spreading love all around the world. The third hour of today will be right back. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back with On The Money Today. So you ever look at your credit card bill or bank statement and go, 
Where'd all that cash go? Absolutely. Well, this morning we are focusing on overspending, and it's not just the big ticket items. Those little buys add up quickly, too. So here to help us trim the financial fat is NBC News senior business correspondent Stephanie Rule. Steph, good morning. Morning, guys. Let's dig in here. Before we get to all of that, though, let's talk us through the past few days in the markets. We know it's been up and down, kind of an emotional roller coaster. Should we be concerned? Should we be concerned? Sure, we should always be concerned because markets go up and markets go down. Should we be panicked? No. And we've gotten uh, used to markets going in one direction up for the last couple of years. And the reason there's a lot of volatility, that means the, the market going up and down this week, is a few reasons. The main reason, the Federal Reserve, we're going to be getting an announcement from them today, is likely going to tell us they're going to raise interest rates. And that's actually a good thing. Interest rates are currently at zero, and the Fed sets them there really when we're in an economic emergency when we need help when they're at zero that's when it's easy for businesses to borrow so they can grow their business but right now we're in an economic recovery the economy is growing markets have been strong so what the Fed is likely going to do is kind of pull that security blanket away which means the baby the business the economy can walk on his or her own but it means that it's a little bit tougher you don't have that security blanket and that's mm -hmm. why we're seeing the volatility all right so we, we've covered that now let's talk about uh, our personal spending our, our mindless spending uh, what are some of the things we should be looking for well, first of all, you should realize mindless isn't bad. It doesn't make you a bad person. It's the opposite of mindful. It's just ways that we're spending that we don't need to. When we're jumping to get a deal on something that we might not need, when we're rushing to buy, right? We could go to the grocery store on Sunday, but instead we didn't think ahead and now we're buying lunch at work or we're picking up a snack at the grocery store rather than bringing something from home. It's really about planning ahead. If you plan ahead, then you can avoid having to go to an ATM machine at a convenience store and pay a fee rather than going to the bank once a week That's right for me I remember that day yeah. as a child when I ate a Snickers bar from the mini bar at a hotel and I watched my mother leave the room drive to a grocery store and replace it because she refuses <laughs> she refuses to have mindless spending so it's That's really funny. about understanding what you need and little places where you can save that's good all right what are some <laughs> common mindless spending traps then to avoid you gave given us several Credit card fees is a great place to look out for them, right? Let's say you got to run out to the store and grab a gallon of milk and you only brought a credit card with you. And next thing you know, oh, well, the, the minimum for a credit card is 10 bucks. Instead of spending three bucks, now you've spent 10. You also need to be on the lookout for sales. Sales are dangerous. People say, oh my gosh, there's a great deal out there. I'm going to pick that up. Well, what if you don't need that item? Mm -hmm. And the other place to be on the lookout when you're at a cash register. Think about when you go to department stores, stores that right when you're at the register and they have all those little cute items, $5, $2, 10 bucks. Do you really need them? That's yeah. so true. You know, Steph, one of the things, I, I, just the other day, I went through the subscriptions on my, on my iPhone mm -hmm. and apps that I, I stopped using, and I'm still paying these monthly fees. I think I, when I finally canceled, I probably saved over 60, 70 bucks. Mm -hmm. Al, that's the best example. It's, it's subscriptions and it's flash sales. So watch out for what is on your phone. When you look at all those subscriptions, you're going, hold on a second. I signed up for something that I haven't looked at in four years. Get rid of it. It's just like come noon, there's a flash sale, and we all might be sitting at our desks, and Chanel might say, wow, look at these red leather pants. So true. They, they used to be $300, <laughs> and now they're 70 I got to get them. Well, really? Did you really want those red leather pants? So you got to watch out for those things that you're clicking on that you really don't need. It's so true. Really good advice this morning. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Steph, always good to see you. Thank you, Stephanie.
Thank you guys. All right. Well, for financial advice, whenever you'd like, you can head to today.com slash on the money. Well, when we come back, his own daughter's wedding day inspired an idea. Now, one dad's small gesture to LGBTQ plus couples has launched a whole marriage event. And then later, actor Adrian Brody, a man on a mission. He's going to be here live talking about his new action-packed movie. Third hour of today, we'll be right back. It's time for our series, The Upside. You've heard the old saying, you can't choose your family. Well, maybe that's not exactly true. <laughs> There's a group within the LGBTQ plus community that is 32,000 family members strong and growing. It's a place for those looking for support and love on one of the biggest days of their lives. Mm -hmm. And it all began with one TikTok video. In 2018, I walked my own daughter down the aisle. And just the thought of someone not having that parent at their wedding or in their life was just heartbreaking to me. That feeling motivated Dan Blevins to issue an invitation, not a dance challenge, in a TikTok video. If you are a same-sex couple that's getting married and you do not have biological parents there to support you, please let me know. What was your intended message for that? I was inspired by Sarah Cunningham and she's the founder of Free Mom Hugs. So I thought, I want to offer my services as a dad to do the same thing. There's parents that want to be there for you on your big day and will be your biggest fans. The idea, simple and straight from the heart. Dan, a hairdresser from Tennessee, offering to stand in as a dad for those in the LGBTQ plus community for weddings. I was able to walk my uh, daughter, my oldest girl down the aisle for her wedding. I don't think people realize until they're not there how important family is in those events. I think we tend to take our family for granted. Feeling that need of a mother figure or a father figure, even if it's virtually, means so much to a lot of people. The response immediate, the video going viral, and Dan, with the help of his friend Ray Otto, starting the group TikTok Stand-In Families on Facebook. When Dan came to me with the idea, I was like, absolutely. We both knew it was needed in our community. There's over 4,000 members. Who wants the tea? 14,000 members. 20,000 members. 20,000. Today, with over 32,000 members in over 60 countries, the group has become its own movement. Dan, who has kids of his own, has welcomed four more kids into his family. And Ray has added two nephews to hers. Last year, more than 80% of LGBTQ youth said COVID-19 made their living situations stressful, 42% seriously considering suicide. What would a group like this, what would it have meant to you when you came out? Well, it would have meant a whole lot. I think I would have even been encouraged to come out sooner than 21. How come? Just to know that you have that support behind you and that, like, no matter who walks away from you, because I had a lot of people walk away from me when I came out. Dan's group turning strangers into family, members setting extra seats at their Christmas dinner tables, sharing life advice, and providing a safe haven for those who may need it. Tracy Dealman found that support in Amy Brinsfield, who drove four hours to attend her wedding, even making the bouquet. I don't really have family except my sister. Amy was basically the only one that was like, if you don't mind, I can come 
up to the wedding. Being able to see them in person and give them a hug and be there to support them on their special day was just amazing for me. Beyond the big days, the effort grew to form support systems. They totally helped me find a safe way to medically start transitioning. Foster joy. I think right now I have 15 bonus kids. Come be a part of mine. I got plenty of room. And rediscover what it means to be loved. She came for Christmas. She came to our wedding. She's basically a daughter to me. Uh, she calls me dad. Proof that family really is forever, no matter where you find them. It has changed my life. It's shown me that there's so much good in the world where I really hadn't seen that before. Hmm. Wow, that's, that's a good story. Great yeah, story. you know, you, it really does help you redefine family and what it means for support, how much support means to people. And the group continues to grow. They've actually added a sister group in Canada. Dan and Ray's ultimate goal, to find an app developer to help them create an app where folks can easily and securely make those life changes. Hmm. That's a good idea. You just said the word. I guarantee you the next yeah. time we do a best of and we run the show again, you'll have an update. Boom. Right. You They'll get their app. Just, just put it out into the yeah. universe. Yeah. It'll happen. Uh, up next, Oscar winner Adrian Brody. There he is, standing by uh, live. He's going to join us live. That's not him. That's actually a picture. Well, that is him. Well, that is. Yeah, it's a he's picture. going to join us live. The actual Adrian representation. Brody. Yes, he'll be here live. <laughs> okay, uh, he's going to share his new movie. That's been a bit of a passion project for more than a decade. Then a little bit later, fire up the oven because Chef Katie Lee Beagle. That's oh, not Katie. No, that's a, <laughs> that is a sandwich. That is delightful. She's, she's going to take it to the next level. What is it? Monsieur. We'll be right back. This morning, we are catching up with a true Renaissance guy, actor, producer, painter, composer, Adrian Brody. Ah, yes, he won the Oscar for Best Actor in his role in The Pianist, playing a musician struggling to survive the destruction of World War II. And he's appeared in multiple Wes Anderson projects, most recently the film The French Dispatch. Now Adrian stars in Clean. It's a film he also co-wrote and produced. He plays a garbage man with a violent past who's trying to live a quiet life but must return to his old ways to protect a young girl from harm. It's gotten a bag for me. I'm buying today. Okay. What you need? Home protection? Hunting. Uh, season over, man. Not yet. Ooh, Adrian, good morning. Congratulations. <laughs> And you're messing with the you're messing with the wrong trash uh, <laughs> man. I bet. <laughs> I would say so. Now, Adrian, first, congratulations on on this film. I think of all the things I've seen you in in the last decade, and in the background of all this, you've been working on this passion project. Tell us about Clean, and you know why this was something you you. I mean, you were so involved in it. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, I um, I'm really uh, grateful because. Uh, it's been such uh, a long endeavor to try and create uh, a film from scratch. Mm -hmm. And I've worked my lifetime in, in this business and, and I've worked with wonderful people and I've always yearned for a very specific character and a storytelling approach. And this is a genre that I love. It's, it's, it has action, it's fun, it's exciting, it's very rewarding. Um, there's uh, retribution, which I think <laughs> is always uh, uh, entertaining, and uh, when it's when it's well earned. But it, it 
for me, it, it speaks to a lot of what troubles me around mm -hmm. in the world. So it, it doesn't sugarcoat things and it, it offers us as an audience and for myself uh, as an actor a chance to play a very complex, um, flawed protagonist that in spite of all of his failures, uh, manages to surmount them and really do a heroic act and um, and um, you know save this, this and trans girl transform himself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, what what I found kind of fascinating. Uh, you're wearing a bunch of hats in this. Not only did you star in it, you're co-producing it, co you're producing it, co-writing it, and you composed the music for it. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, you're a bit of a slacker, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, <laughs> that's what I do. I, I, um, I try to, you know, now more than ever, I've realized, obviously, how precious our time is. And I, I, I've been making music for 30 years pretty quietly. Uh, and I, as I was making the film and portraying Clean, uh, I realized that the music that I compose comes from a very, very similar influences. You know, I, I'm a New Yorker. You know, this is a wonderful city, but I grew up through the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and there was a lot of, uh, I've been exposed to a lot. And um, I feel like those influences, and, and including the film influences, everything, all of them has, it all kind of stems from the same place. Mm -hmm. And the music, for me, further, um, I guess, expresses the emotional storytelling, not only for the character, but for the mm -hmm. whole piece. So, the music is actually a character in the film. I love that. Well, yeah, and as if you thing to do. and as if you weren't busy enough, I was just looking here. You're also going to be playing Pat Riley in the upcoming series Winning Time about the L.A. Lakers. Uh, before you leave us this morning, can you tell us anything about that? I mean, it's it is such an exciting thing. I mean, I'm I'm a, a longtime admirer of Pat. I love the Lakers. They're an amazing, amazing team. But I I, I think you know this takes place at the, the birth of that fast break basketball era in the beginning of the 80s and, mm -hmm. um, you know, Pat Riley's uh, becoming Pat Riley. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's a real interesting thing to get to know the man that I, I've seen this iconic uh, uh, leader and, and to watch him come into uh, that place in life is is, uh, is fascinating. I can't wait and, to see that. Yeah, yeah. And, and you were terrific in the French Dispatch. I love that oh, movie. Thank you. Thank <laughs> and you I love doing Peaky Blinders too. I so just we'll just keep going. And he's in succession. This is just an Adrian love day. <laughs> this is a love great. fest for you. We love everything you do, Adrian. Thank you so <laughs> much for joining us. There you go. There you go. Happy Wednesday. All right, Clean will be in theaters and everywhere you buy and rent movies this Friday. All right, speaking of Wednesday, up next in Wellness Wednesday, something for all the new moms out there, the best skincare products for you and your baby. And then tomorrow, Stanley Tucci is live to tell us about searching for sunken treasure in his new series. We'll be right back. We are back with a Wellness Wednesday to celebrate Dylan. Every time I say your name, I go, Dylan! And all I'll those mom, new moms out there focusing on after-baby skin care for both mom and tot. Dr. Angela Lamb is a dermatologist and joins us from her office in Manhattan. And you can scan the QR code on the screen to follow along with us for all these products. Good morning, Good Dr. Morning. Angela. Good morning. 
Good morning. Well, nice I want to our viewers. We're doing great. I want our viewers to know that congratulations are in order for you too, my friend. You're just—I didn't realize—a few weeks away yes, from bringing in yes. your third child. Hiding, hiding under the can't table. Can't even, can't even see it. <laughs> I know. How are you? How are you feeling? I feel great. Yeah, I have a lot of support, so I feel really wonderful. Working, working up until the last <laughs> second. All right. Well, before we get to some things for the baby, which we have here this morning, let's start with mom. A lot of issues pop up when it comes to skincare, and I will say, I'm sure all women, frankly, or men and women, can use some of these products. But first is a rescue bomb uh, that does double duty. Tell us about this one. So this is a rescue bomb by Hatch. It's a nipple and lip rescue bomb. What I love is to your point, it does both. You can apply it to your lips, your nipples. I mean, really good, unfortunately, for cracked nipples during nursing, whether or not you're nursing directly or pumping. Um, I love that this does not contain lanolin. A lot of people actually have allergies uh, to lanolin. Hmm. This also fits nicely in a diaper bag, um, and it has a cute little pump, so you don't have to, like, scoop your hand into anything. Yeah, okay. nursing and pumping is no joke, so mm -hmm. um, using that kind of stuff <laughs> is a good idea. Um, so, obviously, Obviously, I, between winter and being post-baby right now, dry skin mm -hmm. is just crazy. But you actually recommend an oil, just a straight-up oil for the whole body. This is great, especially if you apply an oil on top of wet or damp skin. Hmm. This one by That's 54 nice. Thrones is amazing. Um, it actually is oh, named after a Benin African princess. So ideally, when you put it on, you feel like a princess. Mm -hmm. You can use this neck down. has a nice light mm. odor filled with a oh, nice, nice blend of oils. And this this is a really great one, not too heavy. Well, I can guarantee mm. you I'm not pregnant, but I can also guarantee you that I want this. So <laughs> I feel yeah. like we could all use this one. All right, next, mm. let's talk about stretch marks. Again, something that a lot of us can relate to. A lot of women <laughs> deal with it uh, during pregnancy and after too. Absolutely. So unfortunately, the bad news is most stretch marks are genetically uh, predisposed. So there's not a ton you can do to prevent them. But there is some vitamin E in this Mustela stretch mark cream and some shea butter so your skin will feel nicer. And the vitamin E definitely might help minimize the appearance. But the bad news is, again, most is really genetically inclined. So if right. your well, mother thanks, or women Mom, in your family have stretch marks, You'll probably have them. It feels good, too. That's good. I have to try yeah. this. I want to take one of each of these. Um, now to the baby. I feel like, you know, when you're giving a bottle to the baby, you're, like, so up in their face, and you see all the little patches of dry skin, and you're wondering if you're using the right products. What do you recommend for bathing them, and how often should they even be mm -hmm. bathed? So it depends on age, but, you know, most babies, you know, out of that initial period can tolerate a bath every night. As you all know, it's good for that bedtime routine. We have this Dove Baby Dermacare Wash, which is wonderful because it's infused with the colloidal oatmeal, which is incredibly soothing. A lot of people add oatmeal to a bath, but mm -hmm. this already has it in there. They have a, a great line of baby products that, that I really love. That's good. All right, something that's nearly unavoidable for a lot of folks, uh, the di <laughs> diaper rash. This is tried and true. You miss diaper rash? Yes, yeah, this is, <laughs> Not this is again, tried and true, like you said, Chanel. So the Desitin Diaper Rash Paste, what I love is it has a very high content of zinc oxide. So it acts as a barrier to the skin, and so it keeps moisture away from the skin for diaper changes. Um, this one, you really can't go wrong. Hmm. Okay. And what about all those little things like the baby acne that you want to mm -hmm. just kind of attend to, the cradle cap, all those little skin issues? So again, we're about trying to minimize products. You don't want five products for different things. So this Burt's Bees Baby's uh, multi-purpose healing ointment, again, the key is multi-purpose. So you can use this as a moisturizer. Um, you can use it on the baby's face. You also can use it uh, for cradle cap. Um, it's really a wonderful one. Oops, we were going to get into <laughs> we're gonna it. We're going to get into it. <laughs> it is locked up. They yeah, know us on the show. <laughs> I know. All right, last but not least, sun protection. Uh, can you talk about when it's safe really quickly to use sunscreen mm -hmm. on your baby? 
Really, we say um, nothing under six months. So under okay. six months, you want to use the SPF infused clothing. After the six months, this Earth Mama mineral sunscreen is great because it actually is a mineral blocker. So it works yeah. instantly. It also has ingredients that aren't really harmful. So even if a baby is licking or it's something like that, you're just not concerned they're going to get sick. Is it hard to get off afterwards? I feel like when mm -hmm. you put the mineral stuff on, it just lasts mm -hmm. forever. <laughs> It is a little stickier, admittedly, but it is the safest choice, especially safest for a baby. Choice. Okay. That All right. Sense. Good stuff. Dr. Angela Lamb, as always, thank you. And good luck. For talking with us. Yes. yes congrats thanks for again. Me. <laughs> and if you'd All like right. more info on any of the products she's shown us this morning, you can check out our website at today.com slash shop. And remember, today earns a commission on purchases made through the QR code and on the website. Coming up next, Katie Lee Beagle is live to kick our sandwich game up a notch and share her simple go-to salad dressing that you can make in seconds. Then Tomorrow, some hot products for your kitchen, wardrobe, and more. And the best part, they are all under 30 bucks. We'll be right back. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. This morning, we are putting a French twist on today food with a classic sandwich. Mm. Joining us right now, our pal Katie Lee Beagle. She's the co-host of The Kitchen on Food Network and the author. Her newest cookbook is It's Not Complicated. Katie, good to see you. Great to see you all. How are you doing this morning? Doing well, great. 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 And I like you're going to make our, our taste buds a little more international, mm. taking a, a ham mm. sandwich and giving it a little French twist. Yum. This is just what you need for a cold night. You know, have a nice cozy dinner. It's really simple, but it feels kind of elevated. We're not just having a ham and cheese. We're having a croque monsieur. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so how do we get started with this? <laughs> okay, so here's how we do it. I've got some country white bread here. Mm -hmm. I like a thick slice for this, and I just topped it with some Dijon mustard. And then I've got some deli ham here. You can mm -hmm. use any ham you like. If you like a thin slice, if you like a little thicker, I put three slices on, but you determine the thickness of your sandwich, however you like it. And then let's get to the good part, the okay. cheese, because a croque has a lot of cheese. Yeah. I'm talking about a lot here. So this is Gruyere cheese, mm -hmm. and this is so nutty and salty and delicious. It's French onion soup cheese. Right. Mm -hmm. It's really melty. We're going to put... 
it's very melty. That's what we want here. We want an ooey gooey sandwich. <laughs> so I'm gonna put about a tablespoon of this on each one. And then we're gonna make a cheese sauce, okay? Mm. So I'm just gonna top them with my bread. Mm -hmm. And I've got the broiler going. You wanna preheat your broiler. Okay. And now to make our creamy cheese sauce. So I've got some butter, because every good French recipe has butter. Right? Yes, of course. <laughs> so I'm gonna melt the butter and add to it some flour. So I'm just making a classic roux here. So this is kind of like what you would put in a macaroni and cheese almost. Absolutely. You could take this same recipe and do it for mac and cheese, toss it with some pasta, and oh. you're good to go. Hmm. So you want to let this cook for about three or four minutes. You mm -hmm. want the flour taste to cook out of it. If you go in with your milk too early, you kind of get this like floury thing mm -hmm. that's not mm -hmm. not appealing. No. <laughs> so then I'm going to take, <laughs> for the sake of time, right? Yeah. I'll take some whole milk, uh -huh. and I've got two cups here that's just going to go in, whisk it up, and you want to let it cook until it's thick enough to coat the back of a spoon. And then you're going to add to it a cup of that grated cheese. Oh, yes. Yes. So, oh, that sounds so amazing. So more cheese goes in. And then it's going to turn into this wonderful little cheese sauce here that I've got mm -hmm. that I'm going to top my sandwiches with. Oh, okay. boy. So you're just going to go on top of those sandwiches. What's in that little jar a... that's sitting right there? Oh, you know, I always forget something, Dylan. Oh, Thank you. This is, is like nutmeg? the mom brain. What is it? <laughs> nutmeg. Oh, yes, oh. I knew I was going to forget the nutmeg, too. <laughs> I got you with the mom brain. I get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got it, right? Now, now Katie, so is there too pin. much, is there any such thing as too much bechamel sauce? Uh, I don't think there's such thing as too much bechamel sauce. <laughs> so I'm going to really go over these sandwiches with Ooh. the cheese sauce. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. We want them to be nice mm. and melty. And then, oh, I really went to town on that one. That one's going to be mine. <laughs> and then you're going to top it with more cheese. Yes! Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So you're going to go in with more grated cheese on top. This is going to be so good. And, I mean, it's winter time, right? Which right. Sure. Yeah. Like this. All right. So now this is going to go under the broiler. Mm -hmm. Oh. And, again, the mom brain, <laughs> if you're forgetful like me, just stand next to the oven. Yeah, yeah I've done you'll that. be <laughs> destined to burn it, right? Yes. <laughs> I was in here making these this morning, like, staring at the oven. <laughs> okay. So I've got some back here that's already done. I'm proud oh, to say I didn't burn it. Oh, my god. Oh, that's fantastic. Here we go. Ooey gooey. Yum. That Slice into it. Look at that. That's oh, my so god. Now, if you want to make so this bad. a croque madame, you put a fried egg on top oh. of it. And then you get the runny egg thing going. Hey, we yeah. don't want to run out of time. You've got a great, no. simple salad dressing. Yes, yes, salad dressing. That's the number one question I get on social media is how to make a simple vinaigrette. I agree. So you start off with one tablespoon of Dijon mustard. Mm -hmm. Add to it one tablespoon of your favorite vinegar. I like to use red wine vinegar. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to add to it just a little squirt of honey. Okay. Because that kind of balances out the tang of the vinegar. Okay. I like a little touch of lemon. Okay. And then you whisk this first, and that makes it nice and emulsified. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to add to it our olive oil. So ah. typically you do one part vinegar, mm -hmm. three parts of oil. But I like to have a little bit more tang, so I put in the lemon juice as well. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of gives it, you know, a little bit extra. Mm -hmm. And then you want to really heavily season it with salt, because that's what's going to season your entire salad. Right. 
is that salt. So you got to go for it. Salt and uh, pepper. And then you just and then you just toss it, 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 it up has that. salad. Your favorite salad. I'm gonna do that today. Katie Lee Beagle. Smart woman. Speaking our language. All you need, all you need is a beret, and you're set. Katie Lee Beagle. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Hey, to check out this recipe and more, thank you. Head to today.com/food. Third hour. So so good. Oh my gosh. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Tomorrow on the third hour of today, Stanley Tucci joins us live. And coming up on Hoda and Jenna, country icon Dolly Parton on the secret to her 55-year marriage. And download our show on Today Podcast. You can listen all day long. All day. Who wouldn't want to do that? Bye-bye. Bye-bye.